This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Tracy Church. Tracy is the Executive Vice President and Chief Administrative Officer at Hartford Healthcare. Hartford Healthcare is one of the great success stories in the country over the last two decades. As it's grown into just a remarkable leading health system. Tracy's going to talk to us about herself, about Hartford Healthcare, about where she's the most focused today, and advice for leaders. Tracy, can you take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself and about Hartford Healthcare? Uh, thank you, Scott. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, I had the privilege of joining Hartford Healthcare 10 years ago, and it was an opportunity for me to return to my homeland. I was born and raised in Southern Connecticut. I spent all of my career in healthcare, mostly out in the Southwest and for a, a large multi-state hospital system headquartered in California and had the opportunity to come home. And it was to join what then was a, a fledgling system um, and to really to be part of something from the ground level and building what we've built was an opportunity I simply couldn't pass up. So uh, that's how I came back home. That's how I came to Hartford HealthCare. And it's been a bit of a wild ride and uh, exhilarating and exciting and uh, really what, uh, what I've been called to do, uh, which is to leave things better than I found it. So a little bit about me and uh, Hartford HealthCare when I got here. Uh, as I mentioned, was a fledgling uh, system with a bold and big ambition, and uh, there was a, a priority and a focus on building a culture where everyone knew their role and had clear expectations around what we were envisioning. And uh, today, we are almost a $5 billion in revenue. We have 35,000 colleagues across our statewide system uh, of an integrated care delivery seven hospitals, a statewide behavioral health network, medical group, a community network, and institutes that are bringing expertise closer to home. So it's exciting to see what we've done, and it's, it's even more exciting about what's ahead. Thank you. And, and let's start with, I mean, what a magnificent career. And I've watched and had a firsthand view of the growth of Hartford Healthcare, and it's really been amazing. Talk about as you end 2021, start 2022, what are you most focused on and excited about now, Tracy? Where's your attention at now? What are you most excited about? So it's probably a two-prong uh, approach. It's, it's, we like to call it you know, two gas pedals or you know, a foot on the dock and a foot in the boat. COVID is going to be with us, and I'm incredibly proud of the, res the preparedness, the response, and, and what we've done as a system that, quite frankly, I'm not sure we could have done had we not spent the nine years prior building our system of care um, to really flex the organization and to make sure that we were there when um, our communities needed us most. So building on that and what we've built, it's now it's about getting better at getting better. It's about recognizing where we fell short as a healthcare industry and as an organization um, and the learnings of COVID, particularly in our underserved communities, and building out points of access and care closer to home for all of our communities. Um, and I'm excited about some of what we've already launched and that we're going to continue to press and push ourselves on, things like our, our neighborhood health operation, where we're going mobile rather than being a magnet. Um, and bringing people into the organization. How do we bring the organization out to the communities where they're underserved and where we need to do more? It's partnering with you know, local libraries to get the word out and to bring expertise around vaccination and things around COVID to overcome 
um, hesitancy and to build trust in the healthcare system. Uh, so I'm really excited about those things and in it staying in the in the health equity and the and the uh, belonging and inclusion realm. I'm really excited about the work that under Jeff's leadership, our chief executive officer, how do we provide a work environment and a clinical care environment where everyone feels like they belong and they can do their best work? So we've been embarking on a real focus around our 10-point uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion plan, and we've just culminated a, a system-wide culture assessment. So I'm really excited about activating those action plans and engaging our colleagues in what can we do more of, what do we need to do less of, where can we put priorities around uh, making this the place where everyone feels like they belong, their ideas are respected, and we can do the work together that's ahead. So that's that's what really excites me uh, when I think about uh, fiscal year 22, the year that we've just started. You talked about building culture as part of the great reasons for success at Harvard Healthcare. You also talked about health equity and getting closer to communities and taking care of vaccines. And the Northeast is probably the best in the nation in terms of vaccines. So I assume that's the, the case in your state as well. Talk a little bit further. And you also talked about doing what you love doing and, and, and sort of having the right spot for yourself and loving being where you're at. Talk a little bit about what advice, three or four pieces of advice, Tracy, would you give to leaders trying to be great leaders, trying to have great careers? What advice would you give to emerging leaders and leaders? Uh, it's a great question, um, Scott. You know, I'm going to fine-tune some advice that has served me well that my coaches and mentors have imparted on me that I try to both role model and share broadly. Now more than ever, this environment is its stunningly challenging, right? I've never seen it quite like this between the effects of the pandemic, stress, burnout, now the workforce implications and shortages. So now more than ever, as leaders of any organization, but particularly in healthcare, I would say, you know, to be present, uh, to lean in, uh, to listen, and to really be thoughtful and intentional around making safe spaces where people can be their vulnerable and authentic selves. So you can, you know, look for opportunities to make a difference, to provide resources or coaching and mentoring or other interventions or solutions. I know, you know, in doing that, we're going to put those deposits, if you will, in our relationship bank. This is a hand-to-hand -hand industry. We hold hands. We um, care for each other so we could care for others. And, you know, I, I'm trying to spend um, more than half my time doing that work, being out and about. And it's, it's increasingly hard in a virtual with masks and other constraints. Um, but if we put those deposits in the bank when we're running short, when we're running crunchy, I'm confident that we will get through that. So that would be my first advice. Um, and then sort of the flip side of that as leaders, you know, be really clear on what our expectations are, helping people to focus on what matters most, remove the sometimes silly um, but consequential barriers, empower people to make decisions. If they see a problem, encourage them to be part of a solution. And lastly, you know, convey gratitude, um, just thanking people for the effort, for the impact, for the toll and the sacrifice. You know, doing that, I, I think, will serve us all well, and, and I'm confident we'll get to the other side stronger for it. Fantastic. So I express gratitude regularly. Thank you. Can't be said enough. 
Second, clarity on expectations and what's expected and to get rid of some of the things. As you look at things, you look at processes that aren't really needed, but clear on expectations of what really counts and where the priorities are. And, and third, and I've got these in reverse order as you said them, be present, lean in, listen, constantly listen and be thoughtful and give people safety and make them feel comfortable, give them safe spaces to just let them breathe, given how challenging, incredibly stressful this world has been for healthcare leaders and workers and staff and nurse and therapists and everybody this last 24 months. So I think thank you very, very much for that. Three great pieces of advice on leadership. Tracy, as, as you move forward today and prioritize, how much of the efforts at Hartford Healthcare are around sort of the digital front door and some of those efforts as well? Two seconds there. Uh, it's an increasing focus, you know, how we can be more innovative, how can we leverage partnerships with technology solutions, push notifications, how do we activate our community both in terms of awareness and accessibility, digitally, telephonically, and in other ways. That's, a, that's an increasing priority, Scott. You nailed it. We know we have to be better at that. I, again, not just being a magnet uh, for people looking for us, but how do we go out and help people, and we've done that through, for example, our booster communications um, to making people available and easy with a click, you know, click here and you can get into, into your MyChart and schedule vaccinations. It's those kinds of solutions uh, that we are increasingly focusing on and, and working to deliver timely. Tracy, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I'm, I'm always amazed as I've had a chance to listen to and watch the growth of Hartford Healthcare over the last you know, 15, 17 years uh, in the magnificent leadership there, people like you leading and what you've accomplished, just tremendous. Thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Many thanks, Scott.